This is the United States Khmer, for God's sake. My name is John Fetterwoman! We have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border's secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix, given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. We also have to put in place a, 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 a law and a plan for a pathway for citizenship. So I'm happy that we're all here. I'm happy that we're all talking about it. Now that uh, criminal justice reform and reducing prison population is now sexy, it's now a thing that leading candidates are talking about. Because 10 years ago, people would have ran away from this issue. People would have not come up and people would not have shown up to a forum like this because they would have been scared they would look like they were soft on crime. It's, and I want to thank all of you, the cancer patients, survivors, caregivers, and don't jump from up there, okay? I, and all uh, for all the leaders. It is September 13th, 2022. Welcome to the Daily Rob. You can find Rob all across the internet. Check his socials. They're in the description. And without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Yay. Still, I'm still here at Balmoral. I'm kind of helping out the royal family, greeting people, kind of giving some words of encouragement. There is a movement in Scotland, Stu, that they want me to replace King Charles, but Stu, I'm an American. I can't do that. You know, I think Charles will do okay as long as he's got me to give him some guidance, don't you, Stu? Yeah, I wasn't really too impressed why his kind of freaked out about the pen. I don't know if you saw that. The pen? Yeah, I thought it was unseemly for a king to react that way. What do you do? So he's signing these documents and the pen isn't moved out of his way fast enough. Um, he did, in, in his defense, he did signal beforehand. He had a signal twice, but the second time he signaled it was a bit much. And I think he could have handled it with humor instead of looking unkingly. You mean he, would, he overreacted? A thousand percent. Well, that's not what the Brits are supposed to do, Stu. They're supposed to be stoic. Like me, ice water in the veins all the time. Stu, have you ever seen me go into a rage? I think I've heard one goddammit in your life from you. Oh, okay. Probably involved a cat. Yes. All right, Stu, we're in the middle of kind of some momentous events, and you don't hear much about it. And what's going on in Ukraine is very interesting. You know, um, this has been like a heavyweight press fight. Um, you know, it might be kind of when uh, Muhammad Ali was fighting Leon Spinks. Um, you know, Muhammad Ali is supposed to win. Leon Spinks was a you know a little guy, doggedly determined. Um, but you know, the um, the fortunes of war have have um, have sprung both ways during this contest, and um, Ukraine has really turned the tables. Now, Stu, you and I have. Uh, had a very real politic approach to all this. We haven't been Ukraine good, Russia bad. We've, um, you know, we've 
uh, outlined that would really we would like to see here is um, kind of a balance of powers thing and to not let this get out of hand, which is what I think a mature president would have done. Um, and I think that's true today. Um, you know, there are lots of uh, historical precedents and occurrences that uh, have occurred on both sides of the Ukrainian and the Russian border. There are lots of historical reasons why things have happened the way they are. And the best we can do being real politics is to acknowledge them uh, and not try to cast all this judgment, but to recognize it as it is and hope that for the sake of, of Europe and the world, this thing doesn't get out of hand. But what's kind of amazing, Stu, is um, Ukraine has really turned the tables the last week. Um, they feigned an offensive in Kherson, which is down low. Let's say if Ukraine was the South, was the United States, that would be down in like Alabama. Um, um, the Russians moved some troops down there. Ukraine kind of circumvented those troops and have just pretty much wiped out the Russian army in Kharkiv, which is in the north. Say that would be around in the if this was the United States, say it would be around the Great Lakes or someplace. Um, so and they have routed the army. Um, it's really unbelievable. Uh, and the Russian army is on the run now. Um, the all of the Kharkiv um, oblast region is under Ukrainian control, and now they're in the Donetsk region. And as you know, Stu, that was one of the two so-called breakaway Russian republics. And what happens when an army is on the run and it's routed like that is uh, morale is down in the Russian army. You've got prisoners who are um, who are surrendering in droves, many of whom rip off their uniforms and try to hide in the in the in the, in the countryside. They're basically the same ethnicity, so you know they can do that. Uh, not the same language, but close enough. Um, the Russians have just left behind just a tremendous amount of of um, of military hardware, um, uh, tanks, trucks, um, ammunition, food supplies, oil supplies, uh, and the list goes on and on and on. And um, what it appears to be is that the Ukrainians now see ways to cut off their supply lines. Um, um, Anyway, Stu, they've also gone over the border, not with troops, but they have um, attacked uh, a Russian city of about 400,000 uh, uh, Volgorad, which is about the same distance that Kharkiv is from the Ukrainian border, Volgorad is from the Russian uh, border. And it's amazing. There's video today of all kinds of cars just streaming out of there. Um, what uh, they've also done with the uh, help of the West 
Uh, and this is where the weaponry is really coming into effect. We've got these uh, HIMARS, H-I-M-A-R-S. It's a missile system. It's mobile. And um, so the roads leading out of these places are targets for the Army. Um, but yet the Army, if they use the roads, they get obliterated. Um, so maybe some of this, uh, all this technolo technological um, weapons we have been giving them and training them are starting to show um, their worth in giving the Ukrainians right much of an ad advantage. They've also shot down um, some of these uh, X-101 missiles, which is amazing. Um, uh, they've shot down at least over the weekend, at least uh, three SU-25s. That's their attack fighter plane. Um, they've shot down X-59 guided missiles. They've shot down a number of, heli of helicopters. Uh, but what's interesting, Stu, is the political effect of what all this is doing in Russia now. There have been at least 18 ministers um, in Russia. I think most of them are around St. Petersburg. There might be more. I've heard conflicting reports that they have signed an, a, a proclamation, declaration, whatever, asking Putin to resign. That never happens in Russia. Uh, five of those um, delegates or deputies have been arrested. They could easily get the death, death penalty for what they've done. Um, and apparently, you know, my dad always said that you can't win a war without troops on the ground. And although Soviets have had air superiority, you know, they don't have interior lines and they're not fighting for their home home country. Um, so all this is getting pretty, pretty interesting, Stu. There are also these guys over there called mill bloggers. And I'm not exactly sure who they are, but they are Russian nationalists, so to speak, um, who are able to blog without being shut down by the government. And um, apparently throughout those broadcasts, they too um, are asking for the war to end and for Putin to stop putting the Russian soldiers into the meat grinder. So they're pushing into Donetsk now. Um, they also are cutting off the um, the outlets back into Russia with some of these guided missiles. Um, and we'll just see. But, you know, there is always a fear that one side uh, on a route like this, um, kind of what we did in France, um, you can overextend your lines um, and get yourself in trouble. Um, but right now, Ukraine is continuing the the offensive. And to give you an idea as to um, how much territory they've won back, uh, as of today, it was about 3,000 square kilometers, um, which is over 1,500 square miles. A lot, of, a lot of land. Um, but Stu, um, 
you know, we get into a, a dangerous position here in that if the um, geopolitical political the geopolitical situation could very well be that Putin uh, does drastic things to hold on to the power. Um, he's now got an army um, with its back up against the wall that could very well lose. Um, um, so what does that mean? Uh, does it mean he cranks it back up again for next year and the, and the year after? Does he use tactical nuclear weapons um, is there some sort of a uh, push? Say that right, Stu? P-U-T-S-C-H, German word? Yeah, I mean, I, I believe it essentially translates to just push. Yeah. But is he going to uh, put out until winter? I hear Ukraine's a lot easier to travel when everything is completely frozen over. Really? Um, yeah. I was thinking it might be the opposite because of what happened to Napoleon in Russia and what happened uh, to uh, the Wehrmacht in Russia uh, during World War II. Um, then you get away from your supply lines. Uh, I've seen some articles on like foreignpolicy.com where they, you know, back in January, they felt that Russia doesn't need Ukraine to be frozen over. To conquer it and that a little mud won't stop Putin. This is by Amy McKinnon. But um, they is largely believe that frozen ground negates all the Ukrainian mud. Yeah, the, the Russians have a word for the mud in the springtime. It's a Russian word. Um, when things thaw, it's impossible to travel, or it used to be impossible to travel in czarist times uh, when the ground thawed. Uh, but yeah, you might be right. When it's cold as hell, you could probably uh, advance. But the Ukrainians are the ones who are on the offensive now. Uh, and this could also mean that they could travel faster. You know, we just don't know. But it's an interesting set of developments. And we we might be witnessing the destruction of much of the Russian army. Don't know. Uh, but it's interesting. Um, and those are the most, we're talking about this because it's one of the most momentous events, uh, not only of the year, but maybe of the decade, it should be talked about. Um, other than that, Stu, I really don't have much to report to folks. Um, you know, there was a, um election in Sweden where the, they're, they're going to form a conservative majority. Uh, you have Herschel Walker, who's ahead in... Georgia now in the polls. Uh, you have Senator, you have, uh, I think it's Paul Laxalt in Nevada, who is tied with the incumbent there who has spent $24 million the past month. And she still does not have a lead. Interesting, Stu, too, the uh, National Archives, the people who want to get their hands on the Mar-a-Lago documents. Um, are not releasing any documents related to Joe Biden. They've been asked for, they're supposed to be public records, but they're not releasing them, Stan, which to me just ruins their credibility right there and shows you that this whole Mar-a-Lago thing was a political hit. And of course, the reason that they don't want to release them is they've been told by the White House not to. So they've weaponized another department 
of government, but also what those documents are going to show is the incredible influence peddling and criminal conduct of the Biden family using the White House and the vice presidency to sell influence and enrich themselves. Because all of those data entries and guest book entries and who stayed where and what bedroom and all that stuff is in these records. So that's about all I got, Stan. Sounds good. Well, I just have one quick little story to add on. So in Hong Kong, you had these massive lines, thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people going to the British consulate to leave flowers for Queen Elizabeth. I think it's really touching. And it kind of goes to show that the people of Hong Kong feel closer to Queen Elizabeth, who in some eyes, people may see her as a colonizer than they feel concerning Xi Jinping. So I think that tells you a lot about the values of the people of Hong Kong and that they essentially have adopted the Western values of free speech and having a truly individualistic spirit opposed to wanting to conform to the perfect little communist. Uh, yes, Stu, and uh, not only that, and I'm sure we'll be talking about this in the future, but there's a lot of discontent and bad economic news going on in China these days. And speaking about how Russia might be in a perilous situation, China may well be too. Um, so that's something to watch. And uh, good on the Brits. You know, they had a 99-year lease on Hong Kong. I wish they would have stayed. Um, you know, they say that a uh, ambassador or a statement is, is an honest man who goes abroad to lie on behalf of his his country. I wish the Brits could have lied and, and come up with a kind of like what Joe Biden did with the student loan thing, but but come up with a clause or something and said, you know, we got the right to renew this if. Well, you know, if the people say so or something like that, I thought they capitulated too easily on that and kind of left the Hong Kong natives in a bad situation. Yeah. That's all I got for you today. All right, Stu. Go get them. You want me to tell the royal family in particular, Stu? Yeah, I saw how Andrew's getting all of the Queen's dogs. You know, I could take a few of those dogs. God knows what Andrew's going to do to the dogs. So I think they're probably safer with me than with Andrew. My understanding is Andrew has had a few dogs. That and some other stuff. <laughs> okay. All right, Steve. Go get them. Bye. Bye. Don't trust China. China is S.O. Don't trust China. China is S.O. Don't trust China. S.O. 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 Don't trust China, China is S.O. Don't trust China, China is S.O. Don't, don't, don't trust China, S.O. 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 Don't trust China, China is S.O. Don't trust China, China is S.O.